0: You've tuned into Mud Hut. Welcome to the thirty-fourth episode. If you're wondering what happens to the rest of the song uh, once it starts playing, the Anchor FM site can only utilize 15 seconds of a song, otherwise it would be subject to copyright. And um, some people get um their podcast monetarized and so also that has copyright copyright infringements too so that's why you don't get to hear the whole song but if you're listening via anchor fm the links are on there that will lead you to spotify or at least lead you to who the artists are I thought I felt motivated today to do a podcast because I don't do them regularly, it's just kind of sporadic and doesn't have any structure to it hardly. So I will start off the segment with transits and ephemerides for Saturday the 1st of August and it's around midday UT time but you just need to figure out where you are on the globe and uh... If you're going to look deeper into astrology, you can find out what those changeable degrees are, where you are. So, um, yeah, so the reason why I wanted to do a podcast today was because uh, we've left July and we're in August. It's August the 1st today. Um, And August, uh, according to astrology, is... um, got lots of squares and conjunctions and lots of stratospheric space movement going on which whether you recognize or not affects our planet because we're on a rock floating in space Um, and it's hard for us to articulate that in a way because when you're in your head and living and just like a little ant or, you know, whatever, oblivious, you forget or perhaps don't acknowledge the concept, (laughs) unless you're like, you know, into uh, energy, the concept that, that we're just sort of living on something that is part of a massive thing and sorry to get deep kids out there but that's kind of me trying to explain my way as to why I'm so immersed in this um, field and today we are looking at um, a full moon approaching on Monday and I think a lot of astronomers are trying to pinpoint that marker as a day of noticeable, uh, high vibration energy and um, definitely affecting people. So let me know if you feel anything on the full moon that's coming up on Monday. So on a Saturday here today, we have nine degrees of Leo and I'm just rounding up all the 0.00 on the degrees because um even i mean i don't even know really exactly degrees what what their sort of definition is completely but um so yeah sun is in leo moon is in 13 degrees capricorn mercury is in 22 degrees cancer So that Mercury in Cancer is definitely, if you're feeling sensitive, emotional, um, feeling not so hot, perhaps it will be the effect effect of Mercury there in 23 degree Cancer and Mercury is going to be then moving into Leo um, quite soon. Mercury is one of the fastest planets that moves the quickest, the planet of communication. We've got Venus in 24 degrees Gemini, Mars in 18 degrees Aries, Jupiter in 20 degrees retrograde Capricorn, Saturn in 27 27 degrees retrograde Capricorn. I might have to stall here because um, there's outside noise and I'll continue the transits next. Continue doing the transits and ephemerides for Saturday, the first of August. Now that the sound, the the background noise has d- gone. Um. So where was I? Jupiter at 20 degrees retrograde Capricorn. Saturn in 27 degrees retrograde Capricorn. Uranus in 10 degrees Taurus. Neptune in 20 degrees retrograde Pisces. Did I say unit? Uranus was direct in Taurus there? In 10 degrees uh onto pluto 23 degrees in retrograde capricorn chiron in nine degrees retrograde aries and true node 28 degrees retrograde gemini and true lilith in 24 degrees aries so the moon phase that we're in is the waxing moon which is in its 94.34 percent and um in UT time, I will find out what um, the UK time for the full moon. She says typing it out now. <laughs> um, um, August. So uh the third of August, the next full moon is uh 458 p.m. in the UK. This is sometimes known as a full sturgeon moon. So um and so in New York or wherever p- e- timeline you're in, uh this one is for this one on astrothene.com. This is Monday, the third of August at 4 pm. So over here it's only um 58 minutes so it's relatively close in time and we are looking forward this monday the third of august for the full moon in aquarius and evidently according to lots of astrologers out there it's uh well if you think about what any aquarian people that you know um and uh, it's gonna the moon is gonna be in uh quite of uh, an early degree of aquarius uh i would say so it's first the the energies seemingly if you know an aquarian they are i mean they are they are sensitive and emotional don't get me wrong but they don't project those sensitivities or emotions necessarily they they um if they, they like to bring a light feeling not too heavy even though they can be heavy especially if they've got combinations of like taurus or aries or scorpio so the uh, August the third full moon is a sturgeon moon, uh, and I, it will it will it will feel intense. And I, um, I think that's also why I've I've decided to do my um, podcast today, even though I've discussed quite heavy issues um, with court cases, ongoing court cases uh, from e- either end of the spectrum of being what quite lascivious domestic violence in a relationship to horrendous uh child abuse allocation allegations of 15 underage girls in sex abuse cases in america um, involving prestigious people from all across the globe um so it's not <laughs> so this sort of this, this brings me to the uh full moon which is all about justice and i feel that august is a time where we're going to get a lot of revelations and answers to a lot of questions that we as a movement as a race as a human race um often ask and wonder what the hell is going on i mean (laughs) i saw vivian Westwood in a canary cage on the telly the other day on on a in a a yellow canary outfit in a giant cage outside of the... uh, I think it's where Julian Assange is and and one thing that really stuck in my mind she was on a a megaphone and she was shouting out um, 7 billion people on this planet don't know what the fuck is going on you know, this octogenarian... Pretty sure she's an octogenarian, isn't she? Um, just looking radical and um, saying, as it, saying it as it is, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I'm going to read a little bit from um, Lisa Stardust. God, I don't know what she's going to say. Um, Aquarius is the humanitarian sign of the zodiac, um, and when it's fully lit up by the glow of the moon. We will all seek ventures that call for us to be more in sync with the modern rhythms of society and to revel from the past and the conservative beliefs. Oh, I like that. Thank you, Lisa Stardust. Yeah, I feel like everybody is feeling this new, um, new normal they're calling it. But um, oh, my computer's getting very hot, so I'll make this full moon thing very. Um, this new world that is very different to the world before we had a pandemic, really, that the proximity that we are lacking and the the social ability to communicate and be with people is different. Um, and we're gonna I think we need we're just in a state of like what the heck still we don't know where it's heading to really um, and after August we'll then you know decline back into the cold weather again here in the United Kingdom it will you know September still maybe be warm and then we'll have September October and the temperature will go down so I suppose what I'm saying is is that they, even we might feel weird on the full moon next week on monday and the following few days or whatever on the weekend i'm thinking that this weekend saturday sunday the leading up to the full moon there's this strange vibe maybe i don't know if you're if you're not feeling it good for you (laughs) but i i'm actually feeling it as a positive thing i'm i'm feeling good energy i'm 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 liking this this vibration um What I wanted to say also about the full moon coming. Um mm. seem to be lost for words. Well I hope you're enjoying the music actually. Um one of the the songs is by the monkeys and it's a real kind of mellow tune, and I'll play that next. don't go anywhere we're halfway through the podcast up next we've got the next segment part two of glenn maxwell so yeah sun in three degrees capricorn and then completely next door to that the moon in 14 degrees leo now if you know any leo energy you know that they have tolerance they have power they have raw they you know whatever the basic stereotypical concept of that sign that you know in the most basic terms that is evident there so we've got like a goatee lion energy going on here with Ghislaine and then on to top that she has got her rising in Gemini so she has a capacity also uh, for information and knowledge. Um, it, what strikes me about her, um, born on Monday the December 25th, 1961, at 3.20pm. Uh, what strikes me about glaine Maxwell is that she is uh, has a high capacity for intelligence, or at least can... Um, retain and absorb information and and use it for her capabilities uh in my in my mind i think to myself people who have this sort of power in the world but why is it then used for such deprived um existences it's it just baffles me and her chart is like a tapestry in in the uh Placidus system viewing here. Um, So we're going to hatch deeper down into her positions of planets. Her sun's in three degrees. Um, I'm rounding them off. I'm not going to give you the point zero, whatever. So the sun's in three degrees Capricorn. The moon is in 14 degrees Leo. Mercury is in eight degrees Capricorn. So already we're seeing a pattern in her chart so there's she's got um venus mercury and capricorn yeah venus in 25 degrees sagittarius mars in zero degrees capricorn capricorn again jupiter in nine degrees aquarius saturn in 28 degrees capricorn and then i'm just gonna draw a line under saturn and not do uranus neptune pluto sure on um because that's just even more out of space <laughs> I'm I'm content into outer space um so we we've got conjunction after conjunction after conjunction after conjunction um a very serious person here um we've got four we've got squares trines sextiles in conjunctions sesqui qui quadrates and semi sextiles so her chart is just Just riddled with all these quite complicated angles here and positions, aspects. Um, I mean, like, in, I suppose, like, people will, in in these sort of philosophies, the Capricorn is also the sign of, like, um, Saturn and Satan or whatever. Um, I'm not going to touch on any of that stuff because I don't really know much about that. But um, there's certainly a heavy pattern in her chart which may suggest um, this real kind of like heavy person. And, um, and, And Capricorns are also party people aside from all the negative dark sides that I'm talking about. They're the most fun people to be with in a party. And then and then the best times with that moon in Leo, yeah, of course, they really know how to indulge, let's say. So Venus is in Sagittarius, and um, it, that, that combination is just so peak sexually and um, just... A huge, massive appetite for sex. Um, with that Capricorn, Leo, Capricorn, Sag, Mars, Capricorn, and then Jupiter there in Aquarius. Um, yeah, she, she's definitely somebody that has immersed herself in in the bo- pleasures of the body, and and she is driven by that. And she, and I can see that in her shell, in her body, she doesn't actually know that she's done anything wrong. And that's the scary thing about where this is all going. And there are um, very, you know, I'm not going to say what what I want to say, but there is protection of her. And I don't need to name names, but there is something buffering her. Um And I'm going to go on to her original buffer protector and that's her father Robert Maxwell born Sunday the 10th of June 1923 in the Czech Republic. I remember him uh, being in the news tabloids um, in the 80s as a kid thinking you know I have nothing in common with this man you know I'll, I'll never know people like that in my life and thankfully I never did. And there's so much information that's come out about this individual that is um, now, I mean, at the time it was in the papers, he, he had a yacht and he fell off his yacht and died. You know, it's like, oh, is this suspicious circumstances. I don't know, are they? <laughs> his chart also is, it reads like a monk's head if you think about that, the space uh between this guy's chart is G- uh, sun Gemini moon Taurus Mercury Gemini Venus Taurus Mars cancer I mean that isn't the position of the planets there is um is aligned in, in my opinion and uh, that moon and Taurus where he's exalted and that's in two degrees. I mean, he's lived a very charmed life and luck has just, on every footstep that he's taken, has, has really, he's really had a lot of luck. And the fact that the guy... I don't know, it makes me think that, I mean, this guy is so, like, littered with good fortune, considering coming from where he came from and to what he made, what he managed to achieve, um is, is, uh, makes me think, hmm, looking at his chart, you know, I've, I've got images of Lord Lucan and Reggie Perrin, you know, all these people have seemed to have gathered the same fate. Um, just very quickly, we're gonna, I'm just gonna hit on, um, Jeffrey Epstein, who was born Tuesday, the 20th of January, 1953. And he is a January Aquarius. So each sign has a, a first decan, a second decan and a third decan. So there's three decans into each sign. And he is born 0.00 Aquarius, being born there at 3 15am in brooklyn new york um so he is a slap bang on the cusp of capricorn uh, there with uh aligning vague you know a very vague degree with galane um without each other i can see in their charts already with this he's rising sagittarius as well also this appetite for sex is very prevalent i haven't even gone down to his main chart and with that five degrees moon in aries means that as a male it means that it has a different frequency a different vibration than it would do a female um mercury is slap bang 21 degrees in capricorn and then he's got venus and mars in pisces which means that he is driven by there's a money there's a field a, a, a force field of money that drives him and he's able to get to those uh pockets and evidently that's what he did with his life it was all centered around money and that's the difference between the aquarius moon and aries and the mercury and capricorn combination of his chart um just looking at the um list of aspects he hasn't got as many conjunctions as Galen, and he hasn't got um quite he hasn't even got i mean he's got a fair few sextiles but that's about it his chart is not as I mean, he's not aligned like I, I can see Ghislaine's father is or Ghislaine herself is. So he has been, he has been enabled by Ghislaine and her connections and it, they successfully ran together for over 20 years doing what they did in, in the most deprived way. Um, I've, I probably should wrap up now about this um, astrological connection between this family, um, the Maxwells and the Epstein connection, as I, you know, it's just going to go on and on and on. We're never going to get real facts because corporations will not release real facts. And when I say corporations, I do mean media, because media is is uh, owned by... It's, ju- it, it's And it's just... As uh, uh, conditioning or, or systematic or controlling as a government, so um, people want answers, but perhaps like I keep saying in my podcasts to just find, try and find out for yourself or you and, and I think the new thing that's coming in that we're feeling this energy is using our instincts more and using our uh trying to tap into our um what we initially think first before we blur our um information (laughs) into something that's inconceivable um but yeah i i just find the whole thing really um upsetting and mind-blowing which is probably something that I'm not used to touching on in my podcast I try to keep it light um but I feel that it's really important for this sort of thing to be in talked you know in discussion because there's all that you know with the pandemic going on this this and and lots of other things that are taking up airspace as to what the hell is going on in this world I feel that this is like really not getting the attention that it should be and and the connections worldwide in this scandal this um you know it it really ought to be addressed and it should be as important as any other movement out there to get rid of this underworld of of horrible people really um like I say, my, I, I've really recently come to the most basic knowledges of the, the concept that evil does not know it's evil. <sighs> I have just made the most delicious chicken korma. Oh my God. I don't even know if my brain's going to function now. For my next segment, which is the case of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. So in the news recently, we have been getting reports of... um <clears throat> what's been going on uh, over the, I think it's around five years time span of uh, this ongoing saga with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Amber Heard born Tuesday, April the 22nd, 1986 in Austin, Texas. Born with sun in two degrees Taurus and moon in seven degrees Libra. Amber Heard is five foot seven tall and in Chinese astrology, she is a fire tiger. Her chart is... <clears throat> yeah lots of zigzags and angles and geometry and triangles and rectangles and quad rectangles and i don't even know if that's a word but so we've got amber heard sun in taurus moon in libra mercury in aries venus in taurus mars in capricorn jupiter in pisces Saturn in retrograde Sagittarius, Uranus in retrograde Sagittarius, Neptune in retrograde Capricorn, Pluto in retrograde Scorpio, and her north node is Aries. And her true Lilith is in retrograde Taurus. Dun-dun-dun! So, um, I was just getting kind of memory waves looking at the photographs of them coming out of the High Court Justice in uh, London. London. <clears throat> I was getting waves of memory from um, Bob Geldof and Paulie Yates's uh, acrimonious divorce, uh, which was very much at the time in the tabloids and lots of pap going around outside the courts. Um and lots of footage of them walking in and out and um she was at the time pregnant with little heavenly Harani Tiger Lily. And um So that that it really is it is kind of twinning with that that, that vibe. <clears throat> and also I mean, I know Bob Geldos, a Libran, so there's that Libran energy in anyway. And um, but Amber Heard is a Taurus, and so was Paulie Yates. And with that Moon in Libra, um, Taurus and Libra combination together uh, is 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 a force to be reckoned with, uh, especially with her um, flawless beauty. Um, and I, I quote the word flawless from my friend Chris who saw her in Shaftesbury Avenue two days ago. Um, <clears throat> Hi, Chris! Uh, and he said that her skin was absolutely flawless. Absolutely flawless. Um, which which obviously, I mean, you don't get to be a Hollywood star and star in, you know, all the... And get, you know, cast in all the top roles if you don't look whatever the archetype is for Hollywood. Um... And, she, you know, I think like I I did have I did have a, like a little like a wormhole of interest. So I did listen to a lot of the audio, uh, recorded audio that Johnny Depp released in the last six months via his lawyers. <clears throat> and it basically breaks the whole gaff open. The, the doors are blown in and um all of the allegations that she had made, and she'd made these videos uh, during the whole meeting. That's the other thing. He had a, he had a his baby mamas that uh, he was with uh, for however a couple of decades, and um, and then just chipped with this young flawless ting and left Vanessa parody. I mean, I know like time takes its toll on all of us but so it it takes like all of us that's it that's the clue is in the sentence you know um and so in a way part of me is just like well that's retribution in a way um for leaving your family I mean I'm old-fashioned I believe that you know I I'd like to think that monogamy exists but then when you're now in 2020 in this modern time where you've got this polyamorous lifestyle and you know I don't know if my tiny mind could cope with all of the doors are open you know (laughs) it's just my personal preference that I don't think I'm a prude at all Um, but I think that there's limits to how but how we behave and I don't think it's possible to not be hurt in in these kind of environments in especially if they're so attractive and so like enticing um I can see why you drop everything and run after someone like Amber heard. I get it, but you know he really fucking oh my God, I did a swear, sorry. He's really been paying for it ever since, literally. Um, And it's very ugly, it's very nasty. The mud that has been slung about over the last three years is insane. Um, It it definitely took its toll on his um, uh, exterior, um, his looks, his skin, his hair. Uh, so Johnny Depp, son in Gemini, born on Sunday, June the 9th, 1963 at 8.44 a.m., apparently according to Astro Theme. Um, so sun in Gemini, moon in Capricorn, ascendant in Leo. Leo, gosh. Um, and he is a Chinese astrology, water rabbit. And Johnny Depp stands at five ten. I don't believe that. I don't believe he's five ten. I think he's about five seven on wears platforms. <laughs> I just, I just don't see it. <clears throat> um, we're gonna. I'm just gonna click on his aspect. I want to display his Lilith and North Node aspects, and display asteroid aspects, and display hypothetical planets. Um. Okay. Born in Kentucky, Owensboro, Kentucky. Uh, Johnny Depp is Sun in Gemini, Moon in Capricorn, Mercury in Taurus, Venus in Taurus, Mars in Virgo, Jupiter in Aries, Saturn in 23 degrees retrograde Aquarius, Uranus in Virgo, Neptune in retrograde Scorpio. So he his chart is all full of bulls, big old horny buffalo bulls with big old nose rings and. Goatiness, Moon in Capricorn. There with his Jupiter in Aries. His, so he he is even though he his exterior is Leo. Uh, you know he's he's not he's not shy, but that Sun in Gemini protects this uh, very very uh, strong individual from. Um, he he really does have to uh, literally act um like he is a lot lighter than he actually is which is fine because you, why would you why would you want the world to know your exact personality you know especially if really what you want to say is not what you is not possible and uh, so that gemini is massively protecting his uh, sensitivity emotions his communication um and his love so his mercury and venus are uh both in Taurus and looking at his list of aspects. I mean he's all about conjunction squares, lots and lots of squares, trines, sextiles in conjunctions and says says key quadrates. Um and um so this we're talking about Taurus, Sun Taurus versus Sun Gemini. And if you, I could, he reluctantly went into this uh, court case, um, but Amber Heard went guns a blazing from day one about um, the abuse, alleged abuse, and released. CCTV and footage of altercations, uh, but they didn't show any physical contact with Herd herself. So it was just, uh, at that point, word, her word against his word. Um, but then, in recent turn of events, he's released audio and CCTV footage from his uh, Lyft in his hoose, and in that list, you'll see numerous big names um, being very tactile with Miss Heard in the lift. Um, if you listen to, if you have time and you listen to the audio tapes, uh, you will definitely hear a very different perspective as to what we were originally uh, informed with. By um, Amber Heard's group and PR release. Um, it's. I think it's all. Obviously, it's all very sad because people got horribly hurt, um, and I think that. Uh, I look. She. I mean, she was born in nineteen eighty six, and he was born in nineteen sixty three. Um, and however physically compatible they were, they weren't emotionally, and uh, they weren't emotionally compatible in the long term. They were emotionally and physically compatible for a very short term, and it it has ended in uh, just this grief of explosion for all parties, and it it looks like Amber Heard is not going to come out of this. In in a good light, and uh, I think that Johnny, Depp, but neither has Johnny Depp in a way because even though you know he's got a, a, a humongous fan base across the world, I think he uh, he he it will take. He will have to recover from this. I mean, the photographs that were um, uh, put out there of him passed out in the bedroom on the floor like a fetus. And then also his his uh, substance abuse activity that she's kind of naming and shaming is um in in my eyes it is just the, it's just a very nasty thing to do. Um in fact like if if ever if ever in my experience I've you know I, I'm not I'm not an overindulgent person myself, but if I have partied too hard um, I, and, and, and anyone listening to this who has partied with me, I, I just like I've I've never had the experience where I've been so passed out that the person that I'm with is going to take a photograph of me passed out in a sinister way, not in a jokey prankster, Glastonbury in hot pants passed out kind of way, but in a kind of relationship like a situation where it's 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 not the same thing. It's quite sinister, actually. And you're photographing them in your own personal bedroom house space, um, in in a very compromising position of being like blacked out. You know, I'd I'd like to think that I don't know anybody, touch wood, that that I would bring so close to my heart that they would do such a thing. In fact, if anything. They'd bloody put me in my pyjamas and put me to bed. That's what a normal person would do. Not leave me in the flipping side cupboard on the floor in a heap. That's not cool. But then what do you expect? She's like a child, really, 1986. She doesn't... I mean, but then that's no excuse because she presents herself as this all-knowing, all-seeing eye. You know, um... I just think it's very sad and I still really can't believe he left Team VP. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, as a lifelong Vanessa Parody fan, I can't personally gauge the concept of why you'd want to leave this. I mean, it's not even the person, it's her lifestyle, it's it, living in France and the and, and the and the contract, the sole contract that person made with you, you know, and then just to throw it all away and that is why i'm sorry Gemini's i i don't indulge in in t- I, I just small doses with Gemini's for me as an aquarian i'm afraid but that's my personal preference for anybody else it's up to them don't ever every the thing about astrology is that every individual is made up of a million molecules could could trillion molecules and um and those things are going to vary between individual to individual and whatever living being to whatever living being it's all energy and they all differ and they all have a different upbringing they all have a different circumstance amber Heard, oi amber Heard, amber Heard, oi amber Heard. johnny depp johnny depp johnny depp shit the bed shit the bed who shit the bed You mm-hmm. have got to the end of the Mud Hut podcast, mm-hmm. episode 34. Thanks for getting this far and indulging my astrology communication chat. hope the full moon on Monday gives you justice, truth, honesty and awareness. Uh, hoping that it doesn't cause anyone discomfort, giving you... Uh, that full intense energy that it's going to create I think around 5 p.m. Monday afternoon and uh, but we'll be feeling this energy all through the weekend and maybe a few days after Tuesday, Wednesday. Speak to you next time. Adios. Welcome to the next episode of Mud Heart. This is episode 35. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy this podcast.